Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the pod. Happy Monday. Hope everyone had a safe, fun, restful, whatever fill in the blank fucking adjective you want weekend. Um, We're still in the midst of 4th of July, I think. So I don't know what what people are doing today. If you have it off, if you don't have it off, wherever you are, I hope this is finding you in a good mood. And I'm really excited to get into some of these emails because um, there's some good questions. I'm trying to pick out questions that are kind of different and new and exciting. So, um, yeah, let's, let's go for a spin. Okay. I'm not going to say names just in case, cause you, sometimes you guys put them in and I don't know. Okay. So Hey Tinks, huge fan. Got your book the day it came out. Thank you. And binged it within 48 hours. I'm sad it's over, but even happier it happened. Thanks, cutie. I have all sorts of questions flooding through my head, but I am really excited about your trip to the Hamptons. Is that weird? No. I can't wait to follow follow along on Insta. That said, what does your 4th of July look like out there? Also would love to hear about any 4th of July's from the past that particularly stand out to you. P.S. My HBOT is forcing me to ask, is it weird growing up in London and then celebrating the 4th? P.P.S. I'm sorry I asked that. He made me promise. 
I just know that this is a very cute person who wrote this question. Thank you for writing it. Um, that's adorable. So my fourth plans are to just hang with my friends. I have a bunch of friends coming to stay at the house and we are going to go to some dinners. We're going to barbecue. We're going to cook. I'm going to get back into cooking this summer. I love all the little farm stands in the Hampton. So I'm going to be getting lots of fresh produce. I want to make lots of like, like a, I'm going to get, I want to channel, um, wishbone kitchen Meredith, you know, her, she's literally my favorite person on TikTok. She's the only person that, that only reason I go on TikTok anymore. Um, I'm going to make like a, I want to make her tomato tart. I want to drink rosé with jalapenos. I want to make fresh margaritas. I want to hang with wig wig is coming, um, and just be silly and laugh. I definitely want to go to the beach. I'm going to be tan by the end of the summer. And okay. It is kind of weird. So it's not weird celebrating the fourth, but I just, I don't have a huge emotional attachment to the 4th of July because I just didn't celebrate it growing up. So I, I really didn't know anything about it. So I, I don't, I don't know. It's not my favorite holiday. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't, I'm not, a, I don't love the food. I don't love the timing of it. It's very stressful to me for me, 4th of July and new years are kind of on the same plane. I am a Thanksgiving Halloween Christmas girl. I'm a fall. I'm a fall girly. Like those are my three favorite holidays, Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving. You, you just can't beat the food. You can't beat the fanfare. You can't beat the decorations and the outfits. So those are more my vibe, but I do, but I am excited and I'm getting, I'm getting more into the fourth. I think, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this fourth goes. Um, that's really cute that your H bot asked, asked you to ask me that he sounds amazing. Okay, next cue. Tanks with like 17 X's. I love that. That's how I write too. I can't explain how much your podcast has meant to me. Oh, thank you. I listened to the first two episodes and immediately joined Sirius to hear your AMA live. Well, I know why my producer picked this email. <laughs> um, okay, I know you get so many questions about careers and whether to leave them or to stay in them, but we never hear about your end goal. We all sit at our jobs daydreaming about what we would be doing if we didn't have to work and looking very forward to what a dream retirement scenario would be. So I want to know when you kick back and daydream about all of your days being yours, what does retirement look like in your mind? That's a really interesting question. I honestly hope and pray um, that I, I never have to stop working. I really hope that I can continue to write and create until the end of my hopefully very long life. I, even if it just looks like writing articles or I don't know, just writing for myself, I would hope to do that forever. Cause I, I think that's like how I process and I love it so much. And I don't know, when I think about retirement, I often think about like living in Santa Barbara in a really big house with like lots of cats and dogs with my family. I don't know. It's like weird because when I imagine my retirement, I do imagine having kids but I'm kind of still undecided on having kids now in my life. So that's kind of weird. I guess that means maybe subconsciously I want them, but I do, I do definitely imagine having kids in this scenario. I could also see myself living in London um, when I was older. I don't know. I guess it really depends how everything shakes out, but I, I daydream a lot. I daydream a lot, but I like to keep it kind of, I have so many different ways that it could go because we plan and God laughs, right? I get very like anxious when I don't have something to do. There's a, there's a, a phrase 
the devil makes work for idle hands. And obviously, like, I don't think that's true for retirement. But for me in my life right now, that's kind of true where I'm just like, I need to be busy. Otherwise, I'm too... I mean, I look, I'll, I'll be real. I get too anxious if I don't do have something to do. It's like, I almost prefer to have work stress because if I don't, then I spiral about anxiety stuff, which is depressing. I don't know how I started talking about this, but it's depressing. Anyway, I hope I'm living in a big house in Santa Barbara. I would also love to do like more volunteer work when I'm older. Like when I, when I'm retired, I would love to mentor, um, young women or, I don't, I don't know. I would love to, obviously I would love to work with animals, maybe do like a foster situation. I I would also love to become a therapist. Now I'm really, now I'm really going. I would also love to become a therapist. I would also love to own a restaurant. I would also love to be some sort of a teacher. Like I could, I would love to go to go into a college and obviously I I wouldn't have any, any degree. So I couldn't be a real teacher, but like, I, I don't know, kind of teach a class on creative writing or something like that. I don't know. I would love to do something like that. I feel like it would be so fulfilling. So that's kind of what I think of is just having more time to do that stuff. Things that really need consistency. Like you can't do that if you are leaving every two couple weeks. Like I can't foster cats now because I'm gone all the time. So I guess stuff that just needs consistency. Um, so yeah, so maybe I would have like a big house in Santa Barbara where I live with like my sometimes my, 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 the love of my life, my partner, where my imaginary kids would come and visit. And then I would have like a, a separate house where I would foster cats and dogs and help them find new homes. And I would obviously take care of them if they didn't find their homes. And then I would go into town and I would teach a creative writing class in, and for kid for like teenagers once a week or something. And then I would also have, um, a restaurant where I wasn't the cook, but I was just like a kind of creative director and we would use um, all fruits and vegetables for my garden. Cause I really want to get into gardening when I'm, when I'm retired too. Okay. I kind of spiraled on that one, but whatever. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer 
so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks. Do you find yourself searching for true crime podcasts that are different from what you're always recommended? Do you want to make a real difference in the cases that you're following? Well, you're a crime junkie and I'm Ashley Flowers, the creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. There are hundreds of episodes already available and each Monday we dive into the details of cases spanning from some of the most infamous to those that you have never heard covered before. Listen to Crime Junkie podcast now wherever you're listening. Ooh, okay. I love this question. Oh my God. Okay. This says, your content is life for me and my girlies. We have even named our group chat, the cuties. Thanks for the inspo. I love that. Okay. So my question is simple. Recently I was at post wedding breakfast and they had an omelet station. I feel like I see so much content of on your Insta about lunch and dinner, but breakfast never seems to be the main character. Are you an all out breakfast girl? Are you a simple grab and go? I would love to hear about what you love and hate breakfast food wise. And if Tinks were at an omelet station with every ingredient in the world, which five are you putting in there? Thank you for the endless entertainment and support. I couldn't be more obsessed with you. I could not be more obsessed with you. I'm going to say your name because I don't feel like you need this to be anonymous. Charlotte, I am fucking obsessed with you. This is my dream question. So I've said this before, but I'm the type of person who, when I wake up, I need to eat immediately. I, I 
never hated a trend more than intermittent fasting. It just doesn't work for me. Like I have very, I get very hangry. I have very like weird blood sugar. Like I need to eat when I wake up. So I eat breakfast every single day. I go on different jags of liking things and not liking things right now. I'm in a sourdough era. Okay. I am eating sour, a piece of sourdough toasted one piece with either a fried egg on top, or I'll just do jam and butter, or I'll just do butter. Or the other day I did almond butter and honey, but I'm just finding that very nourishing. And sometimes I was in my oatmeal phase for a long time. I went through the cottage cheese phase. Sometimes I'll do like two hard boiled or soft boiled eggs with um, like on Ella's flats. If you guys haven't tried Ella's flats, they're like the best crackers ever. And they just came out with a spicy flavor or I'll do um, what else will I do? Look, sometimes I do a breakfast burrito. Okay. Sometimes I, I need a lot of food. Like if, if I had my way, I would eat my biggest meal to be breakfast. That's just not how the world is designed. But there is that saying that's like, you should eat like a king at a king at breakfast, a, an, a prince at lunch and a pauper at dinner. I once heard that meaning like you should eat light at the end of the day, which makes sense. And I prefer to eat very early. If I'm at home by myself, I like to eat at like five and eat like a lighter dinner. Um, but I need a lot of food. So sometimes I get like a breakfast burrito. I go to Erewhon, um, I'll go to dialogue. I'll get like a wrap or a burrito. I do love smoothies. However, I feel that when I have a smoothie for breakfast alone, I get very hungry very quickly. I, I swear, I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but like I actually get more hungry if I have a smoothie. And I do follow um, Kelly Levesque's method of making them. You know, you she says you have the fab four, fiber, fat, greens, and protein. So basically, if you follow that, that turns off like all of the hunger, uh, all of the hunger, n- I don't know what they're called, like transmitters or whatever. There's, I I guess there's a bunch. So essentially that, what that means is like, you would have a protein powder, like for protein, a leafy green, like a spinach, um, a fat, like a a avocado or almond butter, and then a fiber, which would be like a chia seed or a flax seed. And I lived on, I, I did her, her smoothies for breakfast for years. And I did like those, but I just feel like when you're out, it's hard to like micromanage and make sure you have all those things in your smoothies. So I go through different phases, but I'm always having a breakfast. I'm always, always having breakfast. I love it. Um, if I'm in London, I'll go to Panzer's and I'll get a bagel, but only I I don't really like, I only like Panzer's bagels. I know. I know. I'm annoying. Although, although I, I will recap it. I, I'm, I've hopefully I've done it by now, but in New York, there's this new thing called pop-up bagels. I don't know if it's new. Don't bite my head off. Um, but I want to go try it because it's really good apparently. And Jennifer Fisher has like a special cream cheese, um, that is, she's collabing with them on. So I'm going to try that too, but I'm not like a huge bagel girl. It's really only if I'm like hungover or if I'm like really craving it. If I was at an omelet station to answer your question though, I would do, I feel like there's different avenues to go down. There's the like goat cheese, basil sun-dried tomato vibe and then there's like the red pepper mushroom spinach and like I oh my god you know what I love in an omelet gruyere gruyere in an omelet is fucking fire 
they have one at pasties and I, th- I believe it's gruyere and that's good because it's just like i don't like a cheddar like if i'm I, I don't like like a that yellow like fakey ass shit cheese cheddar thing like in an omelet you just can't taste it you need the sharpness of the gruyere so that's what i would do there um yeah wow that made me so hungry this morning i had sourdough with an egg and it was delish delish thank you for that fun question Hi, Tinks. I graduated high school and moved back to my hometown after college. I kept running into people I went to high school with at at the local bars and sporting events and realized our reunion was coming up. I decided to plan the reunion since our president of our class wasn't doing anything for it, and I thought it would be fun to get everyone together again. I showed up to the bar with balloons of our school colors and sat and waited for an hour and a half. Not a single person showed up. I was humiliated, even though it wasn't an event just for me. It was still an event that I planned and no one even had the decency to text me saying they couldn't make it anymore. Anything. The waitress felt so bad for me and gave me a free shot before I left. So at least I got that out of it. I'm proud of myself because I actually thought to myself, what would Tinks do? And I sat there like a bad bitch that can sit at a bar alone for an hour and a half enjoying her own company because I'm so fun and truly everyone who didn't show up missed out on an opportunity on a really fun night. So much love for you, Tinks. Okay, wow. So that wasn't really a question, but a story. And listen, that's really mean. And people are really inconsiderate. Like the fact that people just can't shoot you a text or whatever is so mean. And I feel so bad for you because it takes a lot to plan something and it takes a lot of effort. And it's like, it's sometimes in those moments, I feel like, oh, no good deed goes unpunished. You know what I mean? But listen, you have some good karma coming your way. Fuck those people. And I think that like next time you see one of them, it's totally okay to be like, if they're like, oh, hey, how are you? You can be like, hey, like, I missed you at the reunion. Like you could have let me know. I, I, you know, I think it's fine to say that. Um, I don't know if they're good people, if they'll feel bad or not, but I think it's totally fine to be like, what the fuck? Um, so I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I hope the next thing you plan is with kinder people and that you have good karma coming your way. I'm really sorry. That sucks. Okay. Let's do one more. I need an unbiased opinion to tell me if I have lost touch in this situation. Ooh, okay, let's see. A brief history. I'm in my 30s and went back to law school four years ago. Since then, my bestie and I have been on different paths. She's had two kids and I'm painfully single. Do not use that word. Can I just say, don't say painfully single. Please, guys, the language that we use is so important. Please don't say that about yourself. During my time in school, she's connected with a group of other friends I'm not a part of. I graduated finally this past weekend. Congratulations. While my friend came to dinner after the ceremony, she didn't come to my party. She RSVP'd she'd attend several weeks ago. She told me the night before the party she'd still be there, but was hosting friends from the other friend group for the weekend. Am I awful for being upset she didn't come to my my party? How do I address it with her? How? Oh, do I address it with her? How? Um, I would love to know if the friends were scheduled before your party. I mean, look, ideally what I would have done if I were her is said, Hey babe, like I'm so excited to celebrate you. I actually have some friends coming this weekend. Is it okay if I bring them to your party? Like we can all celebrate you. I know they'd really like to meet you. I know that's not always appropriate, but like to me, that would be the fix if she really couldn't leave them. Um, and I also feel that she was wrong 
to not tell you like that. So she is at fault. You're not, you haven't lost touch with the situation. I would be really hurt too. If she wasn't going to come, she should have called you right away when she knew it was impossible and been like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like these people are coming from out of town. They don't like to go out. I, I love you. I'm so excited. I want to take you to a special separate dinner after, and we can toast, toast you with champagne and like, you know, celebrate this amazing achievement. But like, I just can't make it to the party. So no, you haven't lost touch of the situation. And look, she's your best friend. I would, I would definitely call her and be like, or next time you see her, don't even like, you don't even have to make it like a big thing, but like maybe next time you see her when, when she says like, Oh, how was, how was your party? Just be like, yeah, you know, I really missed you. Like I thought you were going to come and just be honest. Just be like, I really would have loved to celebrate with you and see what she says. You, you, you need to get this off your chest. And I think that this is a type of thing where if you don't get it off your chest, it will snowball into being a bigger thing than it is. And you'll feel resentful. So just go ahead and do it. And yeah, I would, I would go ahead and do it. I think it's important. I think it's really important. I'm sorry, but listen, I'm really proud of you. I know all of us are really proud of you. I do think that when it's your best friend, I know you're in different life stages, just give another shot. If it's a pattern, it's a pattern and you need to, you know, set a boundary and just mentally demote her as in your friendship ranks. But I've been having a lot of great, amazing time with friends that I've, you know, haven't been that close with in the past couple of years. We've been in different cities. We've been in different places. And it's like, just, just give it one more shot. Just don't let that resentment build. Just go with an open heart and hopefully you'll be met with the same energy. But I'm, I'm really sorry. That's a tough situation. Okay. You guys, I hope you all have a fantastic fourth. Everything that I still said on Friday stands, just take everything you see on online with a grain of salt. Don't beat yourself up because you had a hot dog or a red, white, and blue flavored cupcake. Uh, do not beat yourself up if you are staying home and you don't have any plans. You're not on a yacht in Mykonos, whatever the fuck people are doing. I love you. I hope I run into you guys in the city this week. I will be back here on Wednesday for a live show. And uh, yeah, summer is upon us. So m- hit me with your recommendations for podcast episodes. I have one on sexting coming up. I have one on examining our sources coming up, but I want to hear from you guys, whatever content you're in the mood for until Wednesday. I love you so much. Bye. Bye.